2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: The game is over, so it's time for Overtime. Sound from the locker room and reaction from you. It's Sterling Bennett, Alan Stiles, and Mark Grandy coming at you right
0: now.
4: Another week, another win at the two-minute warning right now in Santa Clara, but the 49ers are putting the final touches on a dominant win over the rival Dallas Cowboys. The score at the moment as the Cowboys are possessing the ball one final time, 42-10. to 10. Yes, you heard that right. 42 to 10. The 49ers out in front of the Dallas Cowboys and they will earn an incredibly impressive dominant win on Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. The Niners 5 and 0 now in 2023 and the Cowboys fall to 3 and 2 with a couple of losses to NFC West teams, the 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals oddly enough, an incredible win. Welcome into overtime here on 957 the game. Mark Randy and Sterling Bennett with you all night long here on 957 the game and we have a ton to get into. 42 to 10 again the final score Sterling. You and I, I know we're both expecting this to be more of a competitive game, but we still both thought the 49ers would come out on top. My God, they passed every single possible test tonight with flying colors. A 32 point advantage right now. Backups have played nearly the entire fourth quarter. Hard to find an area where the 49ers could be any better tonight. They were so incredibly dominant against a really good team in the Cowboys.
5: All the talk up. Watch out for the Cowboys. Niners haven't played anybody yet. Who are the San Francisco? Oh, they play the Rams. They play the Cardinals. The San Francisco 49ers are 5-0. and and Mark, it is Fleet Week, and they just boat raced the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> at Levi Stadium, forty-two to ten. I don't want to hear Skip Bayless. I don't want to hear Jerry Jones fly back to Dallas, crying your cowboy hats, because it's night, night for the Dallas Cowboys, Mark. Woo!
4: I know. Mean, it was so incredibly dominant. I mean, the, the, the broadcast on NBC on, on Sunday Night Football, you know, midway through the third quarter, early in the fourth quarter, panning to the Cowboys' <laughs> sideline after the latest interception, after the latest George Kittle touchdown, when Christian McCaffrey got into the end zone, when Jordan Mason broke a long touchdown run. It wasn't just a win, and it wasn't just an embarrassing loss for the Cowboys. It wasn't just this 42-10 to 10 deficit. It wasn't just a Week 5 win the Niners broke the spirit of the Cowboys. The Cowboys quit in the third quarter. They, I mean, Dallas, I mean, Dak Prescott, what, I, I forget exactly what point it was. The 49ers were up 28 to 10. Uh, and Dak Prescott, you know, the game's not over. You're down 18 points early in the third quarter. Things can change. Who knows? Just throws a. A gimme interception to Deshaun Gibson deep down the field. He just
5: screw it, game's over anyway. It's what it felt Here, like.
4: Here's the ball back. We're not going to win. It's what it felt like. The Niners absolutely broke the spirit of the Dallas Cowboys. And you know we spend a lot of time, if if you're an avid listener here on 95.7 The Game, first of all, thank you, but you heard a lot of the Dak Prescott sound earlier this week. Jerry Jones calling the 49ers. You're going to make me angry.
5: (laughs) Whatever, Dak, go home,
4: cry. Calling the 49ers the best team in the NFL. Yeah, they're most likely to win the Super Bowl right now. Dak Prescott being asked about last year's playoff loss to the 49ers kind of being incredulous that he was even asked that. No, it, it makes a lot of sense. And by the way, the game going final right now is the final five seconds are ticking off the clock. So we can officially say 42-10, to 10 the final score. But Dak Prescott talking about the 49ers' win over Dallas in the playoffs last year. Same thing happened the the year prior in the playoffs as well at Jerry World in Texas. Three straight wins against the
5: Cowboys, Mark, in
4: prime Time, yeah, and we're at a point where the Dallas Cowboys have a 49ers problem. The yep. Niners are in their head. The Niners are obviously <laughs> also just a better football team right now. I mean, 42 to 10, Man. dominant George Kittle right now getting some airtime on NBC. Three touchdowns today, he finishes with three catches, 67 yards, <laughs> three touchdowns. I mean it though, Sterling. The Cowboys have a 49ers problem. Even if this was equal footing in terms of talent, I mean, I know there's tons of talk about the Cowboys' defense. They are obviously a fantastic Number defense. One, the boogeyman. They didn't show up here today, but the Niners are in the Cowboys' head. And you saw, I mean, you said it. In the third quarter, they gave up. They were done with this game when it was 28-10. to 10. The game's not over at that point, but they gave up. They were ready to... Get on the plane and head back to Texas. They gave up. The Dallas Cowboys have a 49ers problem.
5: San Francisco came in and said, oh, You want to tell us how great your defense is? Oh, Micah Parsons is a great player. Oh, you want to tell us how good your coverage rate is? And though you've allowed 10.25 points a game, why don't we drop
4: 41 on you? 42! 42! Wow! They had allowed 41 (laughs) through four games entering tonight. 41 points over four games allowed by this Dallas defense. The Niners said, all right. We'll put up 42 ourselves tonight. (laughs) And guess what? They fumbled at the goal line. It could have been 49. San Francisco
5: heard all the noise. Trey Lance is going to give him the secrets. There was no secret sauce. There is no secret sauce. You can blitz Brock Purdy. You can play man coverage against Brock Purdy. He'll drop four touchdowns on you over 250 yards. And guess what? In this game, Chris McCaffrey probably had his worst game as a Niner, and they still put up 42 points on what was supposed to be the best defense in football. I'm sorry. This is the best Niners team I've seen in 30 years, my 27 years of life. This might be the best offense since 1994-95 when they won a Super Bowl and just boat raced the Chargers. Right now, this might be Kyle Shanahan's best team ever. They had four takeaways and put up 42 points against the supposed number three, number two best team in the NFC. We're talking about book your trip to Vegas. They've already, it's only week five, (laughs) don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but when you do this on prime time, this makes every other team in the NFL say, oh my goodness, we have our work cut out for us because that team's waiting for us in February.
4: Yeah. I'm going to read some numbers off to you about the Cowboys' defense and about what they gave up today, but first, I want to remind you guys, we want to hear from you all night long here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. Most of you, if you're most Niner fans at the game are probably still filing out of Levi's uh, still but if you want to give us a call we have the lines wide open for you 888-957-9570 we want to hear from you all night long it's Sterling and Grandy with you on overtime here on 95.7 the game that number is also the Comcast business text line again 888 957-9570 and as always we're keeping an eye on the Twitch and YouTube chats twitch.tv slash 957 the game dot com slash nine five seven the game and the Twitch and YouTube chats powered by First NorCal Credit Union. But Sterling, the Cowboys, you mentioned at ten point two five points allowed per game entering tonight. They allowed 42 points to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, They gave up, on average, 260 yards per game through the first four games of the season. The 49ers put up 421 yards of total offense. Passing yards, (laughs) Dallas allows, on average, 148 per game. The 49ers put up 251. It's not a number that absolutely blows you away but when you consider just how efficient they were, it becomes that much more impressive. Dallas, on average, allows 112 rushing yards per game. And to your point, this was by far Christian McCaffrey's least impactful game of the season, but the Niners still rushed for 170 yards. Jordan Mason had a fantastic game as the second running back without Elijah Mitchell available for this game. In every single facet of... The 49ers did something that no other team the Cowboys had played this year came anywhere near close to doing. Now, I know the Cowboys haven't really played a super good team just yet. They were
5: questioning how good the Cowboys were saying, are they actually frauds? Chris (laughs) Collinsworth is like, uh, that, and the Cowboys still are still –
4: they're a really good football team. I are still they? believe that. Are they? I believe that. Look, this Niners team is just on a different level. We heard
5: all week, who are the Niners played? Who are the Cowboys played? This oh, it's, their, the sa-
4: it's the same argument for both teams. This
5: was their first test to prove to the NFL that they weren't frauds, and they came in and gave up 42 points on a road game in prime time. The whole world saw the Dallas Cowboys for who they are – A team in prime time who is always going to falter when the moment gets too big. And we saw San Francisco say this moment is not too big for us. And we're going to drop 42. Brock Purdy was awesome. Chris McCaffrey, not great. But Debo Samuel was awesome. George Kittle, three touchdowns
4: the first time ever in his career, Mark. This was complete annihilation. Oh, I'm with you. I just still think the Cowboys are a really good football team. It's just the Niners are on a different level. If you think about it. That's a compliment to San Francisco. The oh, yeah? fact that I still think Dallas is a really good football team. I mean, I it's not a secret. I picked the Dallas Cowboys to win the NFC East wow. entering this season. Now it doesn't look How great do right now, now? <laughs> considering the Eagles are 5 and 0 and the Cowboys are now 3 and 2. Point is I I am very much a believer in the talent that the Cowboys yeah, have. Yeah. I think specifically this matchup for them as we just saw today as we saw last year in the playoffs as we saw the year before in the playoffs it's not their best matchup but the fact that the 49ers did this to what i at least still believe is a good football team that it's, impre- it's it's the most impressive performance in the regular season this year when you consider yep. the opponent now you know you could say the dolphins putting up 70 against the against the broncos yeah whatever i mean you
5: couldn't he beat the jets today
4: Yeah, that was bad. In Denver. In Denver, and the Jets (laughs) find a way to win. But my question for you and for all the listeners, and again, we see a couple of calls here. CJ and John will get to you in a minute. 888-957-9570. My question for you and the listeners, Sterling, is, is this the most impressive regular season win of the Kyle Shanahan era? There's certainly a a few others you can get to, and I guess it depends how you define impressive. Certainly not the most important, because they had win and in regular season games to get into the playoffs in years past. But in terms of quality of opponent, uh, what's at stake in terms of Brock Purdy trying to silence some (laughs) doubters, right? Like, who have you even played? Well, in steps, not only your rival, but one of the best teams, maybe the best defense in the NFL, and you shellack them. You put up 42 points. You only allow 10. Best defensive performance of the year for the 49ers. You force four turnovers, three interceptions, Fred Warner had a hat trick on defense, a sack, a forced fumble, and an interception. DPOI. For me, Sterling, <laughs> For me, Sterling. <laughs> this is the most impressive regular season win in the Kyle Shanahan era.
5: There's games in 2021 against the Rams, winning your in, losing your out. Uh, yeah. what, week 17 in Los Angeles, down in SoFi, to the eventual unfortunate Super Bowl winner with the Rams. Then there's the Texans game a couple years ago where Trey Lance comes in and he didn't play tonight. I was... Hoping you we were going to see him, he didn't play. But whatever, but there have been other games. Again, like you said, maybe more important to the overall, but
4: out- just pure dominance. From getting the your best football for sixty minutes. San
5: Francisco, and I have no idea what the coin toss was. Don't even know what happened at it. San Francisco said, "Yeah." We'll have our offense that's been questioned through four weeks. You played the Steelers and you played the Cardinals. Give us the, the ball. Give us. The they ball. said, give me the ball. And they're going to drive seven plays, 75 yards in three minutes and 50 seconds and put up seven points on this defense. Then have our defense shut down three and out on the Dallas Cowboys offense. From the first drive, from kickoff, San Francisco said, the Dallas Cowboys, you are going to get nothing and you are going to like
4: it. It was impressive. 42-10. to 10. I mentioned uh, George Kittle, three catches. They all went for touchdowns. Brock Purdy was 17 for 24, 252 yards, four touchdowns, did not throw an interception, did not turn the ball over. The 49ers did turn the ball over once. Christian McCaffrey fumbled at the goal line. He had 19 carries for 51 yards, got into the end zone once to extend his streak as well. He also caught a couple of passes for 27 yards. Uh, but elsewhere, it was a really bad Balanced attack. Ayuk four for 58. Debo Samuel, three for 55. Kyle Juszczyk, believe it or not, caught four passes Juice. and got into the end zone. He was stopped just short of the end zone, and then they gave him the very next play as well uh, for a, an easy one-yard touchdown catch. Very balanced offensive attack for the 49ers, and it leads to a 42-10 to win. All right, let's go to the phones here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. It's Grandy and Sterling with you, 888-957-9570. Up first is CJ in the city. CJ, you're on Overtime here on 95.7 The Game. What did you think of that Niners win tonight?
6: Wow, I mean, man, the Niners just proved to be, you know, a primetime team, you know, um, you know, must watch TV. You know, um, just can't miss action. Um, and to answer your question, um, my opinion about the most impressive win in the Kyle Shanahan era, um, was the Saints a regular season game? It was, right?
4: Oh, that's Would a good call. Know? It was a regular season game. Yeah, yeah.
6: Jimmy G against Drew Brees. I, I think that one for me
4: is 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 up there.
6: Um, but. The main reason why I'm calling is because, man, Fred Warner is just looking like he, he's really putting up a case for a DPOY. I mean, the announcers are talking about, oh, he's performing like a, a Pro Bowl. I mean, he's performing more than that. He's performing like a DPOY right now. Our defense really stepped up tonight. Um, they they played Super Bowl defense. That's the kind of defense they played. That's the kind of defense you need to win a Super Bowl, a defense that can get you turnovers, that can, be, uh, that can get you three uh, quick, uh, three and outs um and, and Brock Purdy man, you know, he's doing his thing. He's he's processing the defense and, and in my opinion, um for for all the questions about Brock Purdy, I think this 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 team, this game tonight definitely proved um a lot of doubts, like you guys said, because the Cowboys were the biggest question coming into this week by everybody outside of uh, the Bay Area, even in the Bay Area, um and the Niners, man, they put up a forty burger. A 40-piece. That's all I got. And, man, yeah, shout-out Fred Warner. Shout-out the defense. And uh, have a good night, y'all. Thank you.
4: Yes, sir. You too, CJ. Good call. I mean, I think he's right about Fred Warner, at least his performance today. Eight tackles, a sack, an interception. And a force fumble. He also defended one pass, knocked it away, forced an incompletion. He was everywhere. You also pair him with what Dre Greenlaw did. He also uh, had a sack. He had a quarterback hit. He had two tackles for loss. He was everywhere. The speed of the Niners linebackers was on display, and I agree 100% with C.J. Sterling. This was the Niners' best defensive performance of the season. Dak Prescott, you can say what you want. You think Matthew Stafford's a better quarterback than him. You're probably right. This wasn't the best quarterback the Niners have faced this year, but C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard and you got a speedster in Brandon Cooks. Michael Gallup is is certainly a capable wide receiver. This is a, this is a good offense. They could put up points on you. The Niners' defense absolutely shut them down. Ten points. There was one drive where Dallas really... Got what they wanted. Yep. Other than that, absolutely nothing. The rest of the game, and Fred Warner led the charge.
5: The Dallas Cowboys came into this game, and I said it. They put the stats on the screen. They've averaged 31 points of offense. They have not averaged 20 20- as a team, not college, as an no, offense. No. The offense in itself has only averaged 24 points a game. I came in thinking, look, this may be a a 10 to 26 or you know a 20 to 26 game. San Francisco took the Dallas Cowboys offense, who you can argue has a top 12 quarterback in football, a top 10 running back in football, a top 20 receiver in football, and said, Haha, it don't matter what you got, you're going to eat this 10 points and you're going to like it. San Francisco saw blood in the water the minute these guys, these Cowboys, got off the plane in their business suits thinking they had a chance, and San Francisco said, no, no, watch this. You are going to get nothing, we're going to send you back to Dallas, crying in your cowboy hats. Dak Prescott, oh, we lost. Put in, put in Cooper Rush. Put in Trey Lance. It doesn't matter. This defense, the way they played today, can go toe-to-toe with the Mahomes and the Jalen Hurts. This offense can beat those offenses as well. This was the most complete win, I could argue, of the entire Kyle Shanahan Era in San Francisco, they were that good tonight.
4: Yeah, it's up there. I, I do like CJ's call. Thinking back to that 2019 that was a great game. Saints game, the Kittle that was maybe the Ooh. most thrilling regular season game of the Shanahan era. The Kittle fourth and He's two conversion, like
5: seven Saints defenders <laughs> down
4: there. <laughs> he, 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 he drags them for like a 40 <laughs> yard gain to help them win the game. That was a shootout. Both teams, I think, were in the 40s in that game, 30s or 40s. An incredible win that helped the Niners get home field advantage, and a bye in the postseason that year. So, CJ, really great call, great point. That one is up there. I still think this is more impressive because you absolutely blew out one of the better teams in the NFL by 32 points. You did it in front of a national audience on Sunday night football. You didn't just win. You embarrassed the Dallas Cowboys. You took their soul. You you <laughs> killed their spirit. That That's what the Niners did today. They Ab- absolutely, 42-10, to an incredibly dominant win for the 49ers. All right, let's get back to the phones here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. It's Grandy and Sterling, 888-957-9570. Let's go to John up next. John, you're on Overtime here on 95.7 The Game. What would you think of that Niners win?
7: Grandy, Sterling, first things first, this ain't no John, baby. This ain't no John. Is this Shamari? It's your boy Block, man? Is, it, is the Block hot? It's your boy Block. What's up, Shamari? Wow. Wow. What's up? Wait, also, shout out to Craig for, for not recognizing <laughs> me when I gave him some uh, <laughs> full BS voice. Hey, this is John. He's like, okay, this is clearly John. This is not Shamari Block. So shout out to Craig for that man but, but a couple of things really quick I'm going to get in and out first things first uh, with my man CJ that the most impressive win was the one against the the Saints where Jimmy Garoppolo threw a two yard pass to George Kittle which he like took 40 yards everybody's like what a throw Jimmy <laughs> First, <Further, laughs> yeah that's the most impressive win
5: did you just call second in to hate on second. Jimmy Garoppolo Shamari is that what you did
7: I, I did not I just <laughs> praised Kittle man see you take it as Jimmy Garoppolo hey come on uh, <laughs> second thing second though okay you don't impress me in October because three weeks ago the Dolphins dropped seventy. Seventy on the Broncos, right? Then they go to then they go get smashed by the Bills. Bills score fifty. Today the Bills get destroyed by uh, by the Jags. Well not destroyed, but they lose to the Jags in London to Trevor Lawrence and his surfer locks, okay? So you're not you don't impress me in October. Now here one thing though, and I want you guys to uh, Here's my question, though, okay, because this is my concern. And I know it's crazy to say you're concerned after 5-0 and and you destroyed destroy the Cowboys by 32 points. However, you should be playing your best ball in December and January. Now, are either of you, even a little bit, because I'm actually a lot concerned, are mm-hmm. they peaking too early?
4: It's an interesting question, Shamari, and thanks for the call. I Dallas Cowboys peak too early. <laughs> they <laughs> They're bad t- tonight. <laughs> I... You could argue the Cowboys peaked Week One the with Cowboys, that win over the Giants.
5: The Cowboys went from the league's number one scoring defense to tied for 13th <laughs> after tonight. San Francisco took this number one defense and moved them to middle of the pack so after tonight.
4: They've now allowed 41. They've allowed 83 points yep. this season. Yep. Over five games. <laughs> yeah, that's that's average. Average. Um, to answer Shamari's question. I get the idea. I'm not worried about it until December comes around and they lose a game or two. Like, well, I, there's nothing to worry about at this point.
5: There's there's games on paper you can point to and say that might be tough, but the Browns aren't playing great. Nick Chubb is out, and, and that stinks for him, but the Bengals aren't playing great football. The Vikings aren't playing great football. Like, this team right now truly doesn't have a game where you point to and say that's going to be a tough-fought win. Maybe until Seattle in, like, Week 12. Then after that, it's Philadelphia, then Seattle again. There's really only a three game stretch, which is tough, where I point to and say that could be a stretch where they lose maybe two games. But right now, with the way they're playing,
7: 17 and 0. Why not? <laughs> well, and <laughs> like, why I not?
4: Mean, it, a danger of sounding like, a, I don't know, a, a biased 49ers fan who's seeing the world through red and gold goggles, right? right? Like, a, a danger of saying that, like, would you say I'm wrong in saying that the Niners are have consistently played their best football so far this season.
5: Yeah. They're 9 or t- 10, though, with Brock Purdy. like You think they played the, – I mean,
4: a lot of the story through the first –
5: This game might be the there one. There was the
4: fumble at the goal line, whatever. It didn't impact the game. Like, okay, maybe you get 49 instead of 42. Okay, yeah. you you played Sam Darnold. Shanahan's got some final. clock
5: management stuff still, but that's always going to exist, unfortunately. But,
4: I mean, the story for the first four weeks was this team is leaving a lot out there still. Yeah. And they still were 4-0 and and really hadn't had a dangerous snap yet in, in their and, season. And and you
5: hate to say this, but Sam Darnold played almost the entire fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, they could have the, put 50 up against, 60 against this team.
4: This game is separate than the first four, but I think yeah. you, you take the first five weeks as a whole, I would argue the Niners haven't played their best, best football consistently yet this season. So, if I'm to answer Shamari's question, no, I'm not worried about them peaking yet because I don't no. think I've, we haven't consistently seen their peak just yet. As scary as that is, considering they're 5-0 and, again, haven't trailed in the second half of a game.
5: Why can't we just relish in this win <laughs> without looking with ahead to be I'm number six? I'm with you. But that being said, they have played three straight home games, go on the road and beat some road teams. against a
4: really good defense coming up yeah. in the Browns.
5: And so, like, there may be some things to point to and say, well, they haven't done this just yet or haven't done it in four weeks, three weeks. So, yeah, but guess what? It's Sunday night. Hmm. They don't play until next Sunday morning. Right now, we are cherishing and relishing in the San Francisco 49ers taking it to the Dallas Cowboys, which might be the best win every year if we can get one of those. Beat him forty two to ten. Yeah. This team peaked for three quarters tonight. and that fourth quarter there was backups in. This may be their best three quarters of play of the entire year.
4: No, oh, I Four agree with of, you.
5: Of any team that's played so far.
4: Yeah. Maybe the Dolphins, yeah. whatever. It's, it's but hard to ignore the seventy, 70. point. <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, I I get what you're saying. Uh, on the YouTube chat, powered by First NorCal Credit Union, wanted to shout out Rakib. Rakib, I, ho- I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. A super chat, ten dollars. Rakib says Thank he's you. driving back to Orange County from the game, and we said it last week. This team is on a collision course with Philadelphia. Niners are the best team in the league. What a game, Rakib. We really appreciate it. Again, that's on the YouTube chat, powered by First. NorCal Credit Union Niners are certainly looking like the best team in the NFL through five weeks. They've been incredible. Let's go back to the phones here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game, 888-957-9570. Up next is Brad. He's on the bridge, wants to talk about this Niners win. Brad, what's up? You're on Overtime with Sterling and Grandy.
7: Good evening, gentlemen. Yeah, um, can we just say that, (laughs) wow. That, honestly, to answer the question about Shanahan's best win, every season is different. But that was a statement win tonight. Mm-hmm. That, they, they put the NFL on red alert. I don't even know what Jamari's talking about. whether We're peaking. We, we, we left meat on the bone. We're not even done yet. I mean, they shut it down with 10 minutes left in the fourth. <laughs> I mean, they could have really mollywhopped them and put a 50-piece on them. I, I, I mean, honestly, at this point, there is nobody better than the Niners. They are a super team. They remind me of the Golden State Warriors when Kevin Durant was there. You can't wow. guard everybody, and the and they have Pro Bowlers on the offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball. They just went out there and said, Dallas, we're we're taking your lunch money and we're not giving it back to you. Thanks for taking my call, guys.
4: Yeah, Brad, a good call. Appreciate you tuning in here to overtime on ninety five seven. The game. I agree with Brad. I mean, I think it was something I said a couple of weeks ago, perhaps after the Rams game. You know, actually, I think it was after Thursday night football, the win over the Giants, which was a little more of a blowout, and the the Niners. This Niners team is reminding me of that era of Golden State Warriors basketball, where Steph Curry wouldn't play in fourth quarters because the team was up by forty points. Is that's it? what this team. That that's the closest thing that I have to compare this team to is arguably the best basketball team in NBA history. That's what that's what the comparison is.
5: Isn't this not the fourth game Sam Darnold's gotten snaps in because they're beating teams so bad? Pittsburgh. Week one against
4: the Steelers, not against the Rams. Giants. Giants. Cardinals. Cardinals this game. Pretty sure.
5: The fact yeah. that of all the quarterbacks, of all the teams, this team is actively getting their backup quarterback in to take. And tonight was like almost the entire oh, quarter of man. reps. But... Sam Darnold was getting reps, now meaningless reps, mind you. But the fact that Sam Darnold's getting a full quarter of meaningless reps against the number one defense in football—he was one for one with one yard, minus one rushing there yard. There we go, Sam.
4: <laughs> Attaboy. boy, good but it's work. it's
5: like you're right. Like this feels like a super team. Like the caller said, this is a super team now. Yes, you have to finish the job. We've seen LeBron James—not one, not two, not three, not four—and they <laughs> lose the first one. It happens. You have to finish. The job for the WWE fans, Cody Rhodes, I want to finish the story. San Francisco (laughs) has to finish the story and hold that Lombardi in February. But right now, week five, folks, that Dallas star has been trampled on, stomped on. T.O.'s in the middle of the field saying, come get me. Right now, we're 5-0 and one of two teams still undefeated saying, hey, Philadelphia, week 13, we got your number.
4: I mean it when I say that the Cowboys have a Niners problem. It's not just that the 49ers clearly look like the better team. The Niners beat them in the postseason in 2021 or in the, in the 2022 playoffs at the end of the 2021 season. But in the 2022 playoffs. A
5: botch snap.
4: Yeah. In the 20- oh, 20.
5: The spike.
4: <laughs> in the 2023 playoffs, this most recent year at Levi's. Where's Zeke's
5: playing center.
4: And there's no one else around him. And they snap <laughs> the ball. And then it all goes to hell from that point on. Can I call them frauds? The Cowboys? Yeah. You, can, you can call them whatever you want. I don't right. have to agree. Can we do a little cheer? F-R-A-U-D-S. Frauds, frauds, frauds.
5: <laughs> Come on, Mark. They came in and pro- I, this was their chance I to make a I think they're a good
4: football team. You
5: in, in, suck. In, now, bi- in big moments, are they, though? Okay,
4: that, that's where I think but I would agree with that's you. That's
5: what separates the good from the frauds. The great from the <laughs> frauds. The elite from the frauds. Okay,
4: I mean... I just don't like the word fraud.
5: Well, why? Why not? I,
4: I think the Dallas harsh. Cowboys are a good football team, and that's a compliment to the 49ers. It's, but I agree. It does seem, and this is maybe more of a, na- a knock on Dak than anyone yeah. else, yeah. He seems to shrivel up in the big moments. It's just kind of what happens.
3: They are who we thought they were.
4: <laughs> That's what the Niners are saying right now.
5: What, Dak, tonight, 14 of 24, 153 yards, one touchdown, three picks, sack three times, a rating at 51.6. Yikes. He sucked. I hate saying. Call
0: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
5: Dak Prescott may have performed the wor- as any quarterback San Francisco has played through five weeks may have been the worst one. Josh Dobbs Ooh. played better than him last week. Josh Dobbs didn't throw a pick. Uh, C- C- Kenny Pickett maybe the other worst one. Dak Prescott may have been the worst Kenny quarterback. Kenny Pickett
4: and Daniel Jones did not play well, but
5: they didn't turn the ball over.
4: But the larger point, and maybe maybe your point is, okay, the Niners haven't played an elite quarterback yet. What, but. The larger point is, even though this Niners defense before tonight hadn't really played, I think, their A game, yeah. they're still making a lot of these quarterbacks look average at the very best, making, but generally below average like Dak tonight. They're
5: making bad quarterbacks look awful. They're making average quarterbacks look bad. They're making good quarterbacks look average. And they're making great quarterbacks look good. They're taking quarterbacks, everyone they face, down a they step They haven't yet played a great quarterback time. yet. Though. No, but who, but. Are, who are they going to play that's great? Hurts yeah, Joe Burrow with the calf injury, they're not going to play the elite quarterback that certain fans or the national media wants them to play. They're not going to face that player until Week 13 unless Joe Burrow starts lighting things up. It's not as if San Francisco is going to play that one quarterback you point to and say, that guy's going to beat you themselves. It's Hurts and nobody else in the NFC. Yeah, But I can argue now it's Hurts and Brock Purdy.
4: (laughs) Regardless of how you feel about... Future quarterbacks coming up. The first four weeks of the season, you can't argue this was the Niners' most complete performance of the year. Forty-two to ten, the score over the Dallas Cowboys. The Niners now five and zero. Dallas falls to three and two. Let's go back to the phones here on overtime on ninety-five seven. The game eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. That's also the Comcast business text line. Up next is Robin in the city. Robin, what's up? Forty-two to ten. What do you think of that?
0: So here's what I think. I usually push back on a lot of glory, but I'm going to relish this right now. I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, Robin. Let's get it. I'm going to tell you why for me. Because I always question the Niners being able to win in the trenches. And, yes, the flashes, the quarterback and the receivers and all that, but the Niners tonight – kicked ass in the trenches, Ooh. baby. Okay? They did. Okay? That blocking, that containing of Michael Parson, did you see um, McCaffrey out there blocking? For me, that's, that's they came to play, baby. They came to play tonight, and they were focused. You win football games against good defensive teams, whether we don't think Dallas is good or not, in the trenches, okay? And whether it was hyped or overhyped or overrated about their defense, we whooped ass on both sides of the line in trenches. That is where football is won, baby. Love it. Love you, too. Bye, guys.
4: (laughs) Yeah, shout out, Robin. Thanks for the call. I was
5: waiting for the pookie in them.
4: (laughs) She's right, though. I mean, this wasn't just a flashy Niners win where you dominate a team with 40 yard bombs downfield, McCaffrey going crazy, Debo Samuel breaking all these tackles. This wasn't, there was flash and there was substance, yeah. but this was pure domination at the trenches on the offensive and defensive line. The Niners were all over Dak Prescott. They absolutely dominated the Cowboys' offensive line, which is a pretty good offensive line. They controlled it.
5: Probably the second best in the NFC, maybe?
4: Yeah, behind the, the Eagles. Eagles, yeah. Eagles probably far and away the best offensive and line in the league, but Sam, Cowboys.
5: And the Niners got four sacks tonight?
4: Bosa had half a one early, but it was really all, <laughs> all his doing. Armstead came up and helped them clean up at the end. Uh, but Bosa had a sack. Uh, Armstead, Bosa and Armstead had half a sack. Uh, also, Warner, it was Warner and Greenlaw. Greenlaw each with a sack, and then there was one other, right? Look,
5: Kevin Givens. He had mm. a sack tonight.
4: He also recovered a fumble. Kevin Givens, he, re- he recovered the fumble that Fred Warner punched out. He did the the, the yeah, peanut punch.
5: Fred Warner, man. He <laughs> was
4: everywhere tonight. I feel
5: like sometimes, because we hear Bosa's name so much and they've just signed Hargrave, and the offense gets so much of the media attention, I feel like Fred Warner sometimes is underappreciated. Yes, like us here in the Bay, we know Fred Warner as the best linebacker in football, but I feel like ESPN and, and Fox and whoever else, they need to talk about this guy. He is the best linebacker in football, and it's not even close. He is all pro, number one. He makes huge plays almost every single day, whether it's punching a ball out for a fumble or getting an interception or being amazing in coverage. Last year, playoffs, running right next to side-by-side with CeeDee Lamb, one of the fastest guys in the league. Hmm. Tonight, huge plays. CMC fumbles, boom, fumble right back for our team. Like Fred Warner right now, to me, Again, you can point to Micah Parsons, who had zero sacks tonight, his zero quarterback hits tonight, and San Francisco took him out of the game. He was not involved in the game at all. Fred Warner was the star on defense.
4: He was. Eight tackles. He had a sack. He had a quarterback hit. He had an interception, and he forced a fumble. It was a big fumble recovered by Kevin Givens, who, as you mentioned, also had a sack tonight. Givens and taken. For the forty. 40- <laughs> it's a good one. Thanks. Not bad. I
5: like nice. that. You got the
4: laugh out of me. Yeah. Dibbs likes that one, too. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the phones here on overtime on 957 of the game. If you're leaving Levi Stadium, we want to hear from you. 888-957-9570. It's also the Comcast Business text line. You can also hit us up by visiting Twitch and YouTube. Those chats powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Up next is Justin in Concord. Justin, you want to talk about the quarterback Brock Purdy? What do you think of the Niners today, Justin?
3: Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's Joseph, not Justin. Uh, oh, sorry about that, Joseph. I feel gra- no, you're all good. I feel great. Um, this was a game that I had Liar! As, a, as a loss uh, uh, at the beginning of the season. I was like, oh, they might lose to the Cowboys. They might lose to the Eagles. Um, but look at this. I'm just excited that hopefully this shuts the haters up about Brock Purdy because this dude was electric. I mean, the passes he was making was incredible. No one else is making those kinds of passes in the NFL like that. I mean, wow. four, four touchdowns he threw for. I mean, three to George Kittle with the double reverse play down the sideline. It was gorgeous. This man has a amazing IQ in the pocket um, and is able to stay there, sit there, and not freak out. A good pass, um, which you don't see a lot um, in the NFL nowadays. And it's just it was great to see the Niners beat the Cowgirls. Um, it was, and they're going to do it again uh, in the postseason. It was really, really good to see and to watch.
4: Yeah, hey, Justin, I mean, a Niners-Cowboys matchup in the playoffs for a third straight year, that'd be fun.
5: Is it wrong for me to say it's not going to happen?
4: I mean, the Cowboys got to get there, right? Because
5: of frauds. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. No,
5: they'll make the playoffs. They'll be like the the fifth seed, and we'll sit here and say.
4: Well, they were last year as well.
5: And guess what? They'll lose again. You yeah, wonder why? Because of frauds. They're frauds. Who
4: would they beat in the? Oh, they beat. They got the the, the Tom they,
5: Brady Buccaneers. They got the NFC who South <laughs> winner. Awful at the end of last year. The Dallas and, Cowboys in big moments are not good with Dak Prescott.
4: I mean, either the Cowboys or the Seahawks are going to get the NFC South winner again this year because that's just the way it goes. The the.
5: Well, Craig thinks Baker Mayfield's next coming of uh, Tom Brady. So right, right, Craig. For when you're a hater, you need to stop we out. We don't of even there. need to entertain
4: that. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, no, we don't need any Baker Mayfield he talking here. In the over time. said are going seven
5: games and be 10-7 down uh, the air. <laughs> uh, NFC, NFC South leaders, 3-1? and one? Yeah, let it go. And, okay. okay. Call him when you're 5-0, Greg. Oh,
4: <laughs> Which is... Never. Impossible. Can't happen this year because they already have a loss. All right. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM, and HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Something our our last caller mentioned at the the very top there was.
5: Joseph or Justin? Joseph. Joseph.
4: Joseph, yeah. Joseph uh, in Concord, I think. Joseph in Concord uh, said that he initially, to start the season, thought this was going to be a loss. I could see that. That's where I just absolutely, once the schedule came out, Sunday night football, at home, Dallas Cowboys, (laughs) absolutely no way I thought the Niners were ever losing this game. The Niners don't lose primetime games at home.
5: Well, lost against Green Bay two years ago. Okay. I'm not trying to bring it down. I'm just saying saying the fact.
4: They have a very good record (laughs) in (laughs) primetime games at home. And again, the Niners have the Cowboys' number. I never at once thought the Niners were going to lose this game.
5: If they have a rematch, everyone's going to pick San Francisco. No one's going to say, "Well, those Dallas Cowboys—they might have a chance." It'll be seriously. Come on, the the Dallas Cowboys. Come on. Come on. Like the Dallas Cowboys again. They're they're a fine team. They'll make the playoffs. But as a team who wanted to come in, and they, they had to prove something tonight, not just to San Francisco, but the entire world, that they are
4: not frauds. And what did they do? No, I, I don't think it's about that. They're 3-2! I, th- I don't think it's about them proving to the world they're frauds. I think it's about them proving to themselves, oh, man, we can beat point. this Niners team. They have to believe in themselves. man. I mean, you heard the way Dak talked about it. Jerry Jones Jones complimenting the 49ers this week? What world are we living in? That's not how Jerry Jones works. The Dallas Cowboys came into this game believing they were not on the same planet as the 49ers, that they could not compete, and guess what happened? They got mollywopped. 42-10, 42-10, to 10, all of their suspicions were proven true. The Cowboys cannot compete with the 49ers. It's what they thought. It's what Dak was telling us based on how he handled his media availabilities this week. Jerry Jones complimented the Niners. That never happens. The Niners have the Cowboys number, and before Dallas has to deal with how the national media thinks about them, they got to prove to themselves they belong because right now it's clear they, they don't.
5: What do you think that that conversation on Monday morning's practice is? Well,
4: like, you know, guys, no, we're
5: not a very good team. We kind of stink. Niners have our number. They're in our heads. We're demoralized. Like that conversation, like that film room. Of, oh man! Hey, Dak, here's what you did wrong. It's gonna be every single play of the they, game besides one pass.
4: They've got to be sick of Dak like, by now.
5: Well, that's like Trey Lance is there.
4: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> whoa! Inactive today, right?
5: Emergency quarterback. <laughs> There were chance for Trey to play. They said, "We want Trey. We want." Trey. I would Trey. have loved I, to I, see that. You know how great that would have been. Now, you know, meaningless minutes, meaningless reps. But imagine Sam Darnold playing against Trey Lance on the Cowboys and Niners. Imagine that as the the, the fourth quarter begins, and you're just like, "Wow!" It's like training camp all over again. Insane. But what's like and going back to Robin's point? San Francisco from the jump said. Whether it was drafting players, when Shanahan and Lynch first got here, they were going to build from the trenches out. They wouldn't get Bosa. They wouldn't get Hargrave this past offseason. Keep Armstead. Go and draft Drake Jackson. Bring in a plethora of other people. Go and acquire Trent Williams. Draft Aaron Banks, Burford, Brandon, McKivitz. They want to just beat you to death almost and break you and bruise you and just hammer you from the trenches and make you say, Coach, I'm hurt. I can't go back out there. They're beating me too bad, Coach. You got the Band-Aids. Please wrap me up. Give me some ice. And San Francisco took it to one of the best teams on paper coming into this game.
4: Do you remember the story that Kyle Shanahan told after they acquired McCaffrey the deadline last year? And Tell it's, me. It's, it's about what you're talking about, the Niners' plan. Shanahan and Lynch's plan when they took over was build from the trenches. So the the McCaffrey draft, what year was that? Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. That was early in the Shanahan tenure. The Solomon team, Solomon Thomas. The team was very bad. That was the Trubisky trade back. the The, the Bears trade up to number yep. two. They take Trubisky. Reuben Niners. Foster. Niners take uh, Solomon Thomas number three overall. That was the McCaffrey. McCaffrey went what like seventh to, to Panthers to yeah. the Panthers. Shanahan said after they acquired Christian McCaffrey. We wanted to take you, Christian, with the third pick or the second pick or whatever pick they had. Yeah. We wanted to take you that year, but we weren't ready. We needed an offensive line, and we needed the defensive lines. They wanted to build from the trenches. Now, he could just be full of you-know-what saying a story after they acquired him to make it sound all good. But, Poop. But, <laughs> I mean, it would line up with the strategy of what the 49ers had to begin the Shanahan and Lynch era. You obviously want stars offensively. They believed, at least it seems, that McCaffrey could be that. Now, did they think he was going to be this good? Who knows? But Shanahan did say, we wanted to take him, but we felt like we weren't ready just yet. And the plan was to eventually acquire him. And guess what? They acquired him.
5: So what you're saying is Shanahan's plan all along was to take Solomon Thomas, have him be a bust, Truman Foster, have him be a bust, and say, one day we'll get you Christian. Don't worry. Is that what you're saying? He's
4: playing chess, not checkers, Sterling.
5: <laughs> 3-D chess. That's
4: <laughs> exactly what I'm saying.
5: Are you upset they didn't go for 50 against this team? I'm a little upset.
4: 49 would have been nice.
5: Ah, well, you know. 49 is 49ers, 49ers. Exactly.
4: 49ers. I, it doesn't really bother me that much. I
5: wanted 50. Maybe it's just me being, you know, I want to expose. We already did expose the Cowboys, but just rub it in their face. Pull a Pete Carroll at USC against Harbaugh at Stanford. Just run him into the ground.
4: What would, I mean... Imagine Sam Darnold leads the offense down the field and puts up a touchdown. Hey, man.
5: There's no ghost in San Francisco, okay?
4: Oh, hey, he completed his only pass today, one for one, for one he, yard. I think he
5: has the highest comp percentage on the team, Mark, okay. 100%. All right, no, no, no. We're, going like
4: a <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to That's the phones. We're going back to the phones. That's he's a goat! <laughs> <laughs> on overtime on 95.7 The Game, 888-957-9570. That's also the Comcast Business text line. Up next is Matthew. He's leaving Levi's right now. Matthew, you were inside the building at Levi's Stadium. What did you think of that Niners win? You're on overtime.
6: Oh, it was great. It was amazing. We thought it was going to be a slugfest, but the Niners came out and just dominated. I'm just glad that Purdy, these guys aren't throwing the balls to themselves. I want to hear a little more respect for Purdy. This guy is amazing. He's shown that he's an elite quarterback from day one. So I don't know, but they look like a complete team. And in my opinion, they're not peaking yet. They're just getting started.
4: Yeah. No, Matthew, I mean, I agree. Brock Purdy was phenomenal today. And we'll we'll talk a lot about Brock Purdy coming up. We can get into it a little bit here. I, I do want to throw out the question we let off with earlier. Is this the most impressive regular season win in the Kyle Shanahan era? 888-957-9570. Certainly I could also throw out this question. Is this Brock Purdy's best performance as a pro? I mean, you think back to all of his regular season starts and the games in the playoffs in which he completed the game were wins. All of those games were wins. What game maybe gave him the most trouble? It was this Cowboys team in the playoffs last year. That was the most out of sync the Niners offense has looked with Brock Purdy as their quarterback in his career, again, which is a relatively short career, but that's... That's the one that stands out as, Ooh, that got a little hairy there towards the end. I mean, the team was down, didn't put up many points. They didn't even break 20 in that game, did they? 19. 19? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this was the defense that gave him the most fits last year. He comes out. <laughs> he leads the offense to 42 <laughs> points. Uh, you look at his numbers, 17 for 24, 252, four touchdowns, three of them to his tight end, George Kittle. He also found his fullback, Kyle Juszczyk, for a touchdown. Is this Brock Purdy's best performance as a pro? I I think it's got to be. Imagine going
5: 20 for 21 last week, scoring, what, two touchdowns against the Cardinals, having a 95.2 rating, setting, I believe, <laughs> the franchise record I believe, and with the fourth-highest passer rating of all time, I believe. Then playing the Dallas Cowboys defense, which the Cardinals team held to 16 points a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Coming into this week on the first drive to score a touchdown, end up putting four touchdowns on the board, and every question we had about Brock Purdy, oh, wait till he plays a good defense. Wait till he faces the Dallas Cowboys secondary in their ferocious, vicious pass rush. He said, "Eh, who cares? Dallas who? Micah Parsons who? Like, every time a defense thinks they have the game plan to stop Brock Purdy, you know what he does? He beats them, puts up 20. In this case, every game so far, put up 30 against them. Right now, it's only been, what, 13 games so far, 10 regular season wins for Brock Purdy. I could argue there is yet to be a game plan constructed to stop Brock Purdy. Even on his worst day, not bad. He's been fine, good enough to win. I have not seen a defense been able to stop Brock Purdy the 13 games, 14 games he's played. Everything, blitzing, playing man coverage, zone coverage... He tends to put up 30 points every time, whether it's a like near-perfect near passer rating, whether it's a near-perfect completion percentage. Brock Purdy seems to come out better and better and better each week. There's deep throws down the field. Every touchdown night over 10-plus yards. Whoa, what are the air yards? 10-plus yards on every <laughs> single touchdown. Brock Purdy is defying the odds, and I can argue, right now, he might be the best quarterback in football through five weeks of this season. I'm talking not, purely
4: statistical. I'm
5: not talking he's better than Mahomes. Or I'm just saying, when it comes to th- statistics, Brock Purdy might be the best performing quarterback in the entire NFL.
4: He's up there. For sure. He's at I least agree. top five. I agree. At least. Best first five weeks. That's what we are, we're right. arguing that's here. A be- not a good way to put it. Not who's the best quarterback. Right. Not... Who would you pick to win one? You're picking exactly. Patrick Mahomes. You're picking Josh Allen. You're picking well, Justin Herbert. Uh, Josh Allen, maybe not great Josh today. Josh Allen. But you get what I'm saying. Yikes. The, the, there's different ways to come at this argument, and the argument you're making that I agree with, Brock Purdy through five weeks, a top five quarterback in the NFL. He has performed well, one, of the, one of the five best quarterbacks through five weeks this season. Well, take it further. There's no doubt.
5: You have a game to win tomorrow. Let's say it's tomorrow. You need one quarterback to win you the game.
4: I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. Okay.
5: The next guy, who is that? Probably Brock Purdy. He hasn't lost a game. Again, I, what,
4: what team do I get? Am, it am doesn't
5: matter. <laughs> you, you need a quarterback to win. I'm not saying he's the most physically gifted quarterback. I'm saying what he does right now is he hasn't lost a game, Mark. He put up four touchdowns against the number one rated defense, took them from the number one scoring defense yeah. in football to number 13. The Niners' defense now is the number one scoring defense in football. Their offense is the number two scoring offense in football, averaging over 30 points a game. I get you. I get it. <laughs> Just saying, Mark, anyone, I don't care if you're national media, a Cowboy fan, a Niners fan, if you are somehow trying to take anything away from Brock Purdy, Get off the train now.
4: Okay, so are you saying you don't know your team or whatever? A-
5: no, just pick a quarterback.
4: You're picking Mahomes first. Or are you picking Brock Probably. Purdy second? Right now, maybe. Give me an answer: yes or no.
5: It's either it's either Hurts or Purdy. And that's and that's okay, the- and that's no tush push allowed.
4: <laughs> Look, I can disagree with you. What the fact that this is even a conversation, it blows my mind. Is,
5: like, is Brock Purdy elite? I mean, these are conversations we have to have now.
4: There's just always this hesitancy right? because he's playing like an elite quarterback.
5: So where does that make so him, Mark? That makes
4: him an elite quarterback. Look
5: at that! The San Francisco 49ers might have their first elite quarterback since Steve Young.
4: It's wild.
5: We're so blessed.
4: It's wild. This dude was an unknown a year ago at this point in time. It's, it's crazy he's right.
5: out there boat racing fools and suckers in
4: Dallas
2: oh man man I'm
5: I'm, I'm pop mark I'm pumped.
2: okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better